Hello friends, so excited to tell you about the new Trade Show University YouTube channel where we have five minute pro tips, we've got longer training episodes, we've got expert interviews, and so much more coming up. Many of these video versions of the podcast episodes that you've enjoyed, plus there's videos there of content that is not available on our podcast, so please go to YouTube, search for Trade Show University, hit subscribe, And binge on those videos, which which I have designed to help businesses get more leads, more sales, and more profits through the power of trade shows. So go find Trade Show University on YouTube and tell a friend. On this episode of Trade Show University, we are talking about probably the hottest topic in marketing, and that is video, using video. And I have two incredible guests on. I've got Kathy Zip and Bill Barona from Flex Media, who are here to drop the value about tips and tricks for how to do video right and then how to use it in your marketing the right way for best results. You're not going to want to miss this, so stay tuned and let's get this thing started. Welcome to Trade Show University, the ultimate resource for marketers, planners, and business owners looking to create results, increase revenue, and maximize their ROI for upcoming trade shows. We'll help you navigate the complexities of trade shows, set the right goals, find true success, and get the most out of each experience for you and your team. It's time to get your PhD in ROI with your host, the man with over 25 years of trade show experience, Jim Cermak. Welcome to Trade Show University. I am your host, Jim Cermak. Really, really excited to have you here today. We're going to have a fun, value-filled episode. I've been jamming this morning on some steel drum music, which is always my favorite. I had my coffee, and I have two amazing guests on today. So really pumped for everybody to be here because this is a topic I've been hearing so much about. It's been a hot topic for a long, long time. It gets more and more important, and that is using video. Using video in our marketing, a video for events and trade shows. Like I said, it's always been a hot topic. But for now, the world gone virtual. You know, we're all sitting in front of our screens. All the live events have uh, transferred online and into an on-screen environment. The question has become that I've heard a lot of and I've seen a lot of articles and everything. How do I get better engagement in my virtual events? How do I get people to come to them and, and to stay in them and stay excited, get engaged in all my virtual trade shows, my events, my webinars? How do we do that? Video. Video can be one of the keys to doing that. So want to introduce to you my guests today who are Kathy Zip and Bill Barona of Flex Media. I'll tell you a little bit about them first. Kathy is a writer and producer at Flex Media with a decade of trade publishing and marketing experience under her belt. With her journalism background, she combines technical writing and creativity to craft words that help companies tell stories and market messages. And Bill, Bill Barona has over a decade of professional video production experience, and he, along with his wife, Jackie, founded Flex Media. When he's not watching YouTube tutorials and listening to marketing podcasts, which constantly allows him to be trying new things like combining different production styles with emerging technologies to deliver clients' top-of-the-line video event. He loves spending time with his family. So I'm excited to have these two on today. Kathy and Bill, welcome to Trade Show University. Say hi to all the trade show warriors out there. Hi, Trade Show Warriors. Good for you guys for listening and, and tuning in, and hopefully we'll be able to provide some good information for you today. Yeah, absolutely. Hi, thanks for uh, 
tuning in and listening to Jim, and we hope we can help you guys out with some video. Excellent. Tell us a little bit first about Flex Media and all the things that you guys do. Yeah. Um, so Flex Media is a video marketing company. We're located in Cleveland, Ohio. And um, really, the company was kind of founded, um, at least from my perspective, when I originally had started it out of the idea of helping clients get more out of their videos that they were creating. At, the ter- at that time, I didn't really know too much about video marketing or even what that looked like. But I just knew that when a client would get a video and they had worked with a larger production house, because I had worked for some in the past, that they would spend tens, twenties, thirty thousand dollars for a video. They would put that on YouTube and then um, they would get maybe 10, 20, 30 views, most of them probably from family members and friends. And I just, it bothered me that they weren't getting a return on investment. And it really just didn't make sense to me. Why would you spend all this money for a vanity piece? You know, it's more than video. You know, when people buy a product, they're not necessarily always looking for the specific thing they're buying. They're looking for a solution to their problem. So at Flex Media, we try and provide those solutions by implementing video marketing and strategy into our videos um, before we even start creating the scripts or creating the video. That way our customers are successful with um, the, uh, the choices that they're making and the people they're trying to bring in. I like that. And, and that sounds a little bit different uh, than just a, a traditional, hey, build me a video that you're actually starting with the strategy in mind for, the, for that, your customer to really help them get that, those results. So if we're thinking about virtual events, we're thinking about these, uh, these times when we are, we don't, we're not face-to-face with our customer, how can video help in that engagement and keep people engaged during the, the webinar, during the event, things like that? The big thing with video is, and, and this is kind of across the industry and what a lot of professionals have said, is it's the way that most people prefer to learn. Um, it gives your mind a mental a break, really. Like you don't have to read, you don't have to necessarily always be paying 100% attention because the visuals help with the knowledge transfer. So by using video in your webinars, by um, even including it, like if you're going live, for example, and you say, hey, we're going to take a break here so I can show you a short video. There's a, a lot of people said there's like a, I guess, connection between watching a video and for professionally and actually watching a video like a movie. So you really don't feel like you're working. You feel like you're getting to kind of like slack off, but really the knowledge transfer is absolutely unbelievable. Um, one of the stats that we always bring up to our clients and um, or potential clients, or even when we do webinars is viewers retain 95% of a message when they watch it in a video compared to 10% when reading it in text. And that was actually Um, discovered by WireBuzz, which is a video marketing company in Arizona. And it really, to me, just shows how powerful video can be when you're thinking about um, people learning at faster rates. Wow, that is a startling statistic. 95% of retention of information watching a video versus 10% when you read. Wow, that's, that's powerful. That is really, really powerful. And I totally get it. But I, I love what you said about, you know, <laughs> when we get to when we're watching a video, we feel like we're slacking off a little bit. <laughs> maybe not. Maybe that's not the, the attitude we take. But I, I as soon as you said that, I thought of when I'm, I'm listening to somebody and I'm, I'm paying attention, but there's other things going on and I'm trying to take notes versus and then they say, OK, let's watch a short clip. Now I'm like, OK, I'm going to sit back and put my pen down. I'm going to watch. 
Now I'm focused on that. So you're right. It's our whole, my, your whole body just kind of changes a little bit to a, to a different posture. That's fantastic. Well, so tell, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was going to say, and really it's, it's just the way people prefer to learn. If you think about it. I mean, when you think about, um, you know, sitting back and watching a video, like you're saying, like it does kind of change your posture, but even like in social media, for example, like I challenge everybody listening, like the next time you go to a website or to a social media page and you see a video at the top of that website or a video on that social media feed, I I challenge you to try and not click the play button because everybody kind of want, they want to do that. They want to get that information easier because reading takes effort and, you know, it burns mental calories. And if you think about uh, Donald Miller's building a story brand, you know, he always talks about how your brain has so many mental calories that um, you can burn a day. And after a while, you know, you get, if you get confused or there's too much to do, you kind of get frustrated with it and just move on to the next task because your brain's trying to conserve that energy. And video actually allows you to consume that a lot easier than if you were to read, you know, paragraphs of text or even like try and go through multiple graphics and try and make sense of something. Right. And people learn in different ways. You know, if, if you think about it, some people are visual learners and some people, you know, prefer to, to listen to a lecture or something. And, and um, you know, some people, uh, you know, need a little bit of both. So, you know, if you have a video, it really covers all of that, the visuals, the audio, and it, it's a good coverall, I think, to um, share a message, no matter how people prefer to consume it. Such great points. And really is hitting home here because <laughs> I got to share a quick story that, that, that proves this point. This was a couple months ago and it was late at night. It was probably close to midnight. And I went to go lock my back door. Everyone was in for the night. Everyone was asleep. Went to lock back door and the, the door handle came off my hand. And I'm like, oh shoot, I've never done this before. What do I do? And uh, thank God there was a uh, 24 hour, <laughs> 24 hour hardware store close by that I was able to go pick up a, uh, a new door handle. But I'm like, I don't know how to install this thing. So first thing I do, I pull up YouTube. How do I install a door handle? And within 10 minutes, I, 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 did, I wasn't reading something. I was watching someone physically do it. And so it took all, all that mystery out of it. Uh, that if I were to read those instru- same instructions, I would still be going, am I doing it right? This way I got to see someone doing it right. So the power of video, and I've, I've seen some of the work you guys do, and that's what you do. And that's what video does so well, is helps take that mystery away. And like, like Bill, like you said, the learning transfer is so much more immediate and more permanent because you can pull those images up in your head over and over and over again versus that text, which may never be pulled up again in your head. So great points. Let's talk about strategy because that's where you said the starting point is. Uh, obviously, that's an, it's so important, but uh, give some general tips for creating a video strategy. So yeah, absolutely. So the first thing that I would tell everybody and we tell all of our uh, new clients or anybody that we're even trying to explain the process to is you want to figure out who you're talking to first. So really, and this is no different than any other marketing strategy, you know, who is your ideal buyer, who is your target market. And um, really what you want to look at is you want to look at who you already are selling to. And you want to look at, um, you know, who is your product for and try and find between those two things you know, get that perfect avatar in your mind of who you would be talking to. So we do that with everything we do, whether we're creating uh, our own videos for ourselves, for our clients, even with um, some of our uh, podcasts and media that we put out there, 
we get this idea of the person we're talking to. We give them a name. We talk about their background. You know, what are their pain points? You know, what are they doing in their free time? You know, what are they trying to do with their business or in their job role? And then once we identify that, it allows us to really get a clear message across to that person. And after you get that message across, the next thing we start to look at is, okay, so what does our product do outside of that? So that person served by the product or by the service, and is there somebody else? So you start to identify multiple different personas or multiple different you know, target markets for your product or service. And then once you go from there, then you can start to understand their buyer's journey and how they're actually purchasing your product. So if I was that ideal buyer, where am I going to get information? Am I going to YouTube? You know, am I going to Facebook? You know, which platform is going to be better or even LinkedIn, whatever platform you're trying to use. And then once they get to your website, okay, so now what's their path to purchase from there? Once they get to your website, are they, you know, going to be coming to your homepage? Are they going to be watching that video and working their way down? So web page layout's a big part of that as well. And then ultimately, you know, what's the call to action from there? So they get to your videos, whether it's on social, or whether it's on your webpage, and how are you getting them to commit and reach out to you? So what's your goal? And we always tell our clients, it's important to define our goals in the beginning, because that determines down the road, um, whether or not we are successful. And then we know going into the next video, whether or not we have to adjust our strategy, because as I'm sure many people have know, know if they've ever done any marketing, marketing is not exact. So you really have to try and split test what you're doing and really watch your analytics and make better decisions the next time around. Bill, such that makes so much sense. And what you said about creating that avatar for everyone listening, how many of you have actually done that before going to an event or, or a live event or, or having your virtual event, your webinar, are you thinking in big general terms that, oh, we're, we're speaking to this industry, or are you speaking very, very specific, like Bill said? You're actually picking a person. Maybe it, this is a female that's age 35, and she is the marketing manager for her company, and she is a, uh, a single mom and has two kids at home, and she enjoys uh, working out and running and doing 5Ks. And to, you know, Are you getting that specific? Because if you really want your video or your message to be heard, you have to know your, your audience to that degree. Obviously you're, you know, by getting that specific, you're not, you know, you're not going to hit everybody, but your message is going to resonate with a much wider group in a much more specific way than if you're just making, if you're just saying, Hey, uh, I'm making this message to everyone in this industry. So just make sure that you are going that deep. And that is a, that's fantastic. The way well, you said that. One thing too, Jim, for, you know, for everyone listening, you know, I, once again, just like I said before, I was challenging you to like, try not to click the play button. Next time you watch a video and whatever it may be, whether it's a YouTube ad, whether it's, you know, a video on somebody's website. Um, and, and this isn't specific to videos. This is really marketing terminology. I think the, the biggest thing that people think about is they think that video is a silver bullet. And once they get into video, like every marketing principle just goes out the window and we kind of have to reel everybody back in, um, whether that be business owners, you know, marketers, whatever it is, and really explain like, you know, the principles don't go out the window you still have to use the same principles. And actually what video is, it's a delivery method. So it supercharges your results because people can learn faster and because people prefer to learn that way. So the next time you watch an ad or a video, if you're watching that and all of a sudden you're like, 
hey, you know, that, that speaks to me. I feel like that, that, that's all me. Like that person, everything they're saying that that's, relates to everything I feel. Guarantee you that person started with putting together an avatar. You're falling within their avatar. Maybe not specifically, like maybe their avatar was, you know, a, a male and maybe you're a female or maybe their avatar was, you know, somebody that was in their, you know, early 20s and you might be in your 40s. But that what happens is when you get specific like that, you start to really improve your messaging. And then once you improve your messaging, you start to pick up, I don't I really don't know how you would want to put this, but like, maybe we could just call it loose change. I don't know all that loose change. So like, it's not, you know, you're not getting, you know, the quarter you set out to get, but you're finding, you know, nickels and dimes and things like that. So you're really just kind of getting everybody, but that messaging is so specific that it allows you to reach more people. Love it. I love that <laughs> the analogy of the loose change. <laughs> so you're, you're picking out that one quarter in that big pile of uh, dollars and dimes and pennies and nickels. So make sure you're, you're, get, you're reaching that wider audience uh, as well. But that, that speci- specificity is really what's going to help you there. Do you have anything, that, uh, anything specific that you go through when you start working with a client uh, that can help the people that are listening today uh, also go through some similar experiences or similar exercises to, to create their strategy? Yeah. Um, one thing that, um, I can touch on a little bit and I think Kathy can maybe even talk about it a little more because, um, she might know more of the specific questions, but like, you know, we always send our clients, uh, we call it a pre-production worksheet and, um, we'll actually, um, use that as well as we actually borrowed, uh, Wirebuzz, who I mentioned earlier in Arizona, they have a topics worksheet and we actually borrowed that and kind of made our own version of that. And those two worksheets together, Basically, we'll start off right away with our clients and say, fill this out. And this is before we even really have an initial meeting with them. And there's a bunch of questions on there that we walk them through that get, help us get more specific in terms of, you know, what they're looking to do. And some of these questions, it's, it's interesting because we've had clients, you know, say, you know, I, I've never even thought of that. And I know like one question I can think of offhand is like, you know, who are your top three competitors? And a lot of that for us is we like to look. Um, at the top three competitors that they, you know, are looking at and see what they're doing. And um, what's a little unique for us is we are very um, detailed. So we might have actually already looked at those competitors before they gave it to us, because we always like to look at before we even meet with a client, you know, their industry and who's doing what, because we can look and see who's being successful, who's not being successful, maybe an area that's not even being used. But Kathy, do you know of any other topics maybe that might be helpful for them to think about outside of that? Yeah, definitely. I mean, like you were, you were kind of, um, you know, talking about some of the um, questions that, you know, we have on our, we call it like our pre-production form. And, um, and like Bill said, you know, we do really spend time looking at um, the website, you know, your website and all your collateral that you do have already, because by the end of this, we really want to be able to almost, you know, be a, a, like a, a salesperson for your team. You know, we, we need to, to understand your product or service to the level that you're uh, a salesperson would, because that's how we really can, you know, help you, you know, craft the right message and make sure you're re- reaching the right audience um, and really make your, your um, video effective. So we do, we ask people to do things, you know, like why, why are you having this video created? You know, what do you hope to accomplish? Sometimes people don't have an answer to that question. Um, And like Bill said before, you know, you really want to have a strategy, you know, either existing or we can help you to make sure that, you know, you know, you know exactly who you're talking to, what you're trying to say. And like Bill said, the competitors, 
you know, what, what separates you from um, some of your other um, people in your industry, competitors or, you know, other businesses? What do you feel makes you unique? That's something that people don't always think about either, but those are really important messages because, you know, you want to be direct in what you're saying. You have to know what those, you know, two or three things are, those points that you really want to get across because that's also a challenge sometimes is really narrowing in on, you know, the topic or exact focus of, you know, what you're, you're trying to convey in your video. So questions like that, um, I, th I think really help people you know, start thinking when we're, we're talking with our customers about strategy and gives us a point, you know, as an outsider to say, here's maybe some gaps you're missing too. So that's a way that we always kind of like to begin working with, with our clients. So, so good. And, and, and this is for everyone listening. How are you unique? Pushing uh, your clients to think about how they're different is so important because at the end of the video, how, how many times is this? I mean, everyone listening, I want you to think about this. And Kathy and Bill, I, you know, I'm sure you could share stories. You, you get to the end of a video and you're like, wow, that was entertaining. That was good. That was, it was a good video. Okay. What was the company? I have no idea. <laughs> and, and, or, or I think it was this company. I think it was this company and, and it just blends in because they're not saying anything unique. It may, may have been, may have been entertaining. It may have been informative, but it's not saying anything unique. And so it could be any company in that space. So right. pushing yourself, and I want you to really, really think, like Kathy said, how are you unique? How are you different? Even think of it this way. What is something you can say about your business that nobody else could ever say? How, what is it that's so special about you? And you got to think about that. Sometimes you have to think really deeply, but take that little nugget that is something different and utilize that in your video, in your messaging to make yourself stand out. So great stuff. Thank you so much. That's uh, those are great tips. I hope people are taking notes here. I want to, let's 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 shift gears a little bit and let's talk about getting people to your your event, getting people to your website, your landing page, whatever that is. And and now you have a video and you're putting it on maybe social platforms, you're sharing it in email. What are some tips or some, some considerations for, for creating your videos or, or, or more importantly, sharing those videos on these different platforms? So one thing that I would mention right off the bat that I feel like a lot of people fall short on is they'll create a piece of video content and they just go, I'm going to mass um, upload this to every piece of social media because if it's everywhere, you know, I'm going to get somebody. It's almost like that... Uh, that shotgun mentality of I'm just going to shoot the shotgun, you know, with buckshot and it'll just hit everything, you know, like if you think about that um, and you're trying really to just hit this very broad spectrum. And one thing that, you know, we always tell our clients and we always build into our strategy. Like right now we have a client we're working with that, you know, she wants to be on multiple platforms. So our solution to the multiple platforms is, um, like the middle is the same, but we have multiple beginnings and multiple endings. So making your video platform specific, you know, actually designing it around the platform it's going to go to, because there's nothing worse than getting to the end of the video and you're on Facebook and you say, Hey, hope you enjoyed today's video. Make sure to subscribe and tap the bell. If you want to see our, some future content. And then you have people on Facebook being like, what bell? What's subscribe <laughs> where, you know, I mean, it's things like that. And then also keeping people on the platform. So a lot of people try really hard to drive traffic directly to your website, which is, first of all, I just want to say is important and collecting email addresses on your website are equally important. But 
Facebook is a business. YouTube is a business. And the whole thing you have to understand about these businesses is they generate revenue by selling ads. And the only way they sell ads is by keeping people on platform. So instead of always thinking of, I'm going to drive traffic to my website right away, or I'm going to drive traffic to, you know, a landing page where I can get their email address, try, you know, almost starting off with them as, you know, DM me today to get more information or, you know, comment below, you know, on what you think about this video, get that interaction, keep people on the platform, because once you start interacting with somebody, you have an opportunity to then, you know, after they've commented and you've responded, hey, you know, if you want to learn more, go check out my website, here's my web address, you know, go here, or, you know, let them go on that journey where they find your website if they're that inspired. Same thing with the DM, you know, DM me, because what Facebook isn't seeing is, you know, they don't see that person DMing you and then going to your website, what they just see is they DM'd you, they interacted with your content, you kept them on Facebook, you know, or you kept them on YouTube or LinkedIn. This is good content. We're going to push this so more people can see it because it's that valuable. I, th I think the important thing to remember too is just that you have to be kind of proactive with your videos. You know, again, you don't want to just, you know, it's frustrating. We, we have seen people that, you know, we've made a video for and then they never posted it. Or maybe it's just sitting on their YouTube channel and it's there, but you know, you're not, you're not promoting it. You're not doing anything to help people find it. And so again, you know, I, I think people do get into this mentality where it's like, oh, I did a video and I pat myself on the back and I did it. And now it's just going to be magic and I'm going to get all this business and all these views and everything, but you still have to think about it, you know, as, as a tool that you have to be proactive about, right? Yeah, I agree with you 100%, Kathy. I think that that's, and I, I think in what you just said there, and one thing to even build off of that, you know, a lot of um, video influencers out there and people in the video space, like I, I think a Sean Cannell from YouTube, he has a channel called Think Media, and he always says, you know, the hardest thing to do is press record. And I, I agree with him 100%, but I think personally, going off of what Kathy said, the hardest thing to do isn't just to press record, it's to press record again and again and again, <laughs> because once you create that one piece of content and put it up there, you have to do more. I mean, video really is, you know, just for everyone listening, it's a long-term strategy. Like we get so many clients that come to us and they go, we want a video because once we put that video up, we know that we're going to just, our business is going to explode. And it's going through the steps and explaining to them, like it's, it's like other forms of content. It's not just one video. It's, you have to have video after video after video. And it doesn't have to be an intense thing. You don't always have to hire a professional. You could be doing it yourself, but there are things that you can do with your cell phone that you can be creating your own content and then just posting it and posting consistently. And you'll really start to see results. That's amazing stuff. I love that that the concept of that you you know going back to your one of your first con comments there was create video that's platform specific. Then it doesn't have to like you said it doesn't have to be the whole video, but the beginning or the ending of it. Make sure that it is speaking to the audience on there. <laughs> and and I have I've seen the exact same thing you said about yeah click subscribe and and click the bell and it's like what are you talking about? I mean, <laughs> there's no bell on Facebook, but there is on YouTube, and that's probably where you created it for. So make sure you are considering all the different platforms and make things very specific in driving interaction, keeping people people on that and and you know when you get more and more and more comments 
that is going to help your platform promote promote you to, to other people. So just great stuff. Thank you so much for, for sharing some of that. What are some of the challenges, some of the common challenges that you see that, that companies, uh, you mentioned some of them already of people that, you know, you, you know we create, we created the video now our, our, you know, our, you know, we can go and, and book that uh, trip to the Bahamas for two weeks because <laughs> our video, our company is just going to explode. What are some of the challenges that, uh, that you see companies facing when it comes to video? Well, one, yeah, one challenge we, we see, you know, people um, struggle with a lot is video length. I feel like as soon as you start talking to people about video, they get very caught up in the video length. And, you know, they, they have this feeling that is kind of subjective where like, you know, maybe, maybe four minutes is just fine, but I just feel like five minutes is too long. So, you know, and, and, and we'll be like, well, why do you feel that way? And they're like, oh, I just feel like people have short attention spans. And that's one mentality that, you know, I feel like it, maybe that was uh, true in the past. But, you know, we always say, how do you explain people sitting on the couch and binging Netflix then if people have short attention spans? So the attention span is there if, you're ta- if it's something that they care about and if it speaks to them and um, you know, it addresses their pain points. So it's just all about, I think, rather than getting caught up in, you know, video length, you should really think about what's the story you're trying to tell and, you know, what is it going to take to, you know, convey that message to tell that story and, you know, keep, keep it enter- entertaining and, you know, um, concise and, and you don't want to go on and on. You want to keep their attention once, you know, you've gotten it in the beginning. And so I, I think that's a big, big uh, struggle we see people with all the time just focusing on the length. Yeah, absolutely. That's definitely something that like, you know, we get a lot of um, different clients coming to us and basically saying, hey, we, you know, we want a video, but it needs to be real quick. You know, it needs to be real short because our audience, they don't pay attention to our videos. They have short attention spans. You know, our engineers or our, um, you know, lawyers or, you, you know, insert profession here, they have a short attention span, so they can't, uh, they can't focus for that long. And it's like, it's this delicate dance of trying to explain to them that it, it has nothing to do with their attention span, but yet it has everything to do with your content. And, you know, a lot of that even comes from people that want to create content that's simply about them. And we really try and discourage clients about that because, you know, they always want to position themselves. And I don't want to say always, but we get, this is a challenge that we get with the, we see is, you know, they want to position themselves as the hero of their story because, you know, it's their business and they're proud of their business and they're proud of what they do, which is great. And you should be proud and you should be proud of, you know, all those things. But at the same token, the other people on the other end don't care because realistically people care about solving their pain and figuring out their problems. And if you're positioning yourself as look at me, I'm awesome. Look at my company. We're amazing. We do X, Y, Z. That viewer just doesn't understand and they drop off right away because they're really not getting anything out of it. And that kind of leads to those short attention spans. And then even beyond that, like another thing that we often get is we get clients that want viral videos and they go, you know, we want a video to go viral. Can, can you just create a viral video for me? And honestly, I could tell everybody listening, viral is probably one of the worst things that you could do with your video because viral is out of control. Viral is you don't know who's watching it. Viral will give you um, analytics and data that is not going to help you create better content. You know, I'll have clients that'll go, well, this video got a million views and this video only got a thousand views. And I said, well, I challenge you to look at the qualified leads from the thousand views versus the million. I mean, that million views, you could get, you know, 10 ideal clients out of that. The thousand views could be, 
you know, 250 ideal clients. So who's going to make more money from that? You know, who's going to get more people walking through their door? So, you know, getting out of this thought process that viral is the best thing that you can do. And that comes back from the old YouTube days when we didn't have metrics and data that we could measure. You know, the, the only thing that people could look at was the vanity metric and that was views. So that's a very common uh, problem that we often see is clients coming to us with that. And then also, like I had mentioned before, you know, people wanting to create one and done. The days of one and done are over. You know, one and done was back in the early 2000s when video was more of a nice to have, like it'd be nice to have video. You know, we have it in our budget, so maybe we'll hire a videographer to come in. And, you know, today video is a necessary part of your marketing and branding strategy. And if you're not using video, you know, you're missing out. You know, it's the same thing as the people, you know, when websites became a th started to become a thing and everyone goes, I'm not going to have a website or have an online store. That's a waste of my time. People are going to come to my brick and mortar. Well, you know, now today, especially with everything going on with, you know, the pandemic, the people that have great online stores are winning the pandemic. They're actually succeeding because they're making that buying experience better. So, you know, getting out of this mentality of we'll do one video, now, I'm not telling you go hire a professional to do all of your videos because that's not cost effective, but maybe you go to a professional like somebody that does know video marketing or maybe even a video producer if you're, you know, if you have somebody that you like to work with and say, I need your help, you know, creating some way for me to create content regularly, whether that be, you know, in-house and maybe you edit it, maybe you teach one of our people to do it. And Honestly, like you're going to get, you might get some pushback, but I truly believe if they're any type of content creator or video marketer, they want to see you succeed and they're going to help you do that because they want to be a resource because the reality of it is you can't do every video yourself. So you're still going to have to hire that person, but you need to be putting out more content regularly. You have dropped so many value nuggets in this, in this segment here. I love it. I love it. I'm just going to, I'm going to, I'm going to recap a couple of things because I want to make sure or everyone just, just rewind this and, and listen to it again, <laughs> because there's such great stuff in there. I'm going to, I'm kind of going to go backwards for, for a reason. Uh, you talked about the metrics and not wanting to just go viral. Obviously, I think everyone just wants, they want more interaction. They want more, they want more people to watch their videos and stuff like that. But, but think about that. It can't, it's not just all about how many people are seeing it because is it the right people that are seeing it? Are you getting the right engagement? Are you getting the right results? And that all goes back to what Bill said earlier. Are you setting the right goals? Do you have the right strategy? And are, is that leading to the right metrics? And make sure your video is not just all about you, that you're actually providing value, that you're helping someone alleviate their pain or solving their problems. Make sure you're doing that. And something that Kathy touched on first was the video length. You know, I, I remember hearing uh, John Lee Dumas from Entrepreneurs on Fire say, uh, answering a question one time about the length of a podcast. What's the right length of a podcast? And he's like, for some podcasts, five minutes is too long. And for some podcasts, an hour is too short. So it's not about how long it is. It's about, like Kathy said, how engaging is it? Do people want to continue? When it's over, are they like, no, I want more. I want more. You know, give me some more of that. And that, and that I want to bring up something because uh, uh, the length reminded me of you guys have a tremendous podcast called Watch Time. Tell people about Watch Time, what the name means, and, and what would they get if they listen to watch time? 
Yeah. Um, so our, our podcast watch time, uh, basically I'll start with the name first. So watch time is the ideal metric that YouTube uses and they use it in order to determine whether or not they should push your videos. So if you have a high watch time on your videos, YouTube will work your video into the algorithm and start to push it organically. And that's how a lot of these YouTubers start to build a following is they get people to watch their video all the way through and they measure that. So that was kind of our idea was we'll name the podcast after this metric because it's such an important metric, especially on YouTube, if you're trying to be a successful video creator. And, um, the podcast is really uh, designed for, you know, small business owners, uh, small marketing teams. We wanted to bring them, you know, regularly um, interviews with uh, people in the field that are doing great things, such as Jim. Um, and uh, we have a bunch of other people from around uh, Cleveland and um, outside of the Cleveland area. And then also Kathy and I really just taking some of these concepts that, you know, we're really just, you know, we, we get questions on and we have to explain to clients. And breaking it down for people so they can better understand video marketing. Uh, there's so much noise out there right now. And there's a lot of stuff going on between, um, you know, video production, video marketing. And there's this shift where video producers that had always just created content and just said, here's this beautiful video are starting to get a little bit of pushback because, you know, clients do want to have a video that performs for them. Because back to what I said earlier, when a client comes to us and says, you know, we need a video, you know, we're not trying to just give them a video. You know, what they're really saying is we need, you know, leads, we need to close sales. So our idea was to put this podcast together where we can give all that information away to people so they can try and take tips and start implementing them and start seeing results. Outstanding. And so I, I will make sure that we drop the links to, to go find watch time, uh, drop those in the show notes. So click that show notes button and, and uh, check out watch. Especially if, if video is something that maybe you've been struggling with, or you've been going, shoot, we need to add video. And, and this topic that we've been talking about today is really of interest to you. Get over to watch time, listen to that podcast, get those tips and tricks that you need to create really, really uh, outstanding video. So thank you so much for, for telling about that. So uh, what are, are some other things that you can offer to, to, the, to the listeners today that if they wanted to engage further with you? Yeah. So what we want to offer to your listeners is uh, if you go to flexmediacle.com slash trade show you, uh, we're going to have an infographic there that you can download that it's called basically recorded a video. Now what? And it gives you some practical tips that you can use your video for other than just putting it on YouTube. That's awesome. Thank you so much for creating that because that is, a, I think that's one of the questions that people has people pondering and going through their minds. Okay. We've created this. Now what? Now what? We put it out there. We're not getting any hits. We're not getting any views or engagement. Now what? So that, that's, that's a tremendous resource. Thank you so much for doing that. So Kathy and Bill, thanks for coming on today, sharing so much great information. What's the best way for people to, uh, to connect with you? Yeah, absolutely. If people want to um, listen to our podcast, interact with us, if they go to uh, watchtimepodcast.com, that'll take them to our website and uh, they'll be able to get all the show notes there as well. Or if you just go to iTunes or Google Podcasts and look up Watchtime, you'll find us on there. And then absolutely go to social media, interact with us, message us. If you have a question, I love questions. I love answering people's questions and helping them understand video. So just encourage you to reach out and um, interact. I just think that uh, it helps us a lot because we can help other people answer those same questions because it's 
like they say in school, there's no dumb question. Other people have it and they're afraid to ask it. And then also we get to make a friend out of it. So that's some great ways you can reach out to us. Outstanding. Thank you so much. And like I said, I'll drop all those links into the show notes, but get over there. Continue to learn more about videos. Such a powerful marketing tool. It's not going away. It's just going to get more and more important. So please learn everything you can. Uh, grab that free resource at flexmediacle.com slash trade show you. And uh, just a tremendous, tremendous resource that's going to be up for you there at no charge. And listen to their podcast, watchtimepodcast.com. Listen to their podcast and learn. Kathy, Bill, thank you so much for joining me today. This has been outstanding. The value you guys brought, the experience you have is just tremendous. So thank you for, for all that you did. I, I greatly appreciate it. Thank you, Jim. We really appreciate you letting us come on the show. Yeah, thanks, Jim. And we encourage your listeners to listen to our interview with you on our podcast, too, because you dropped a lot of great knowledge in that one, too. Oh, that's right. Yes, yes, absolutely. That's, that was so much fun. Had such a blast with that. So, so yeah, continue to learn uh, and, and engage, ask questions. There's, there's experts right here waiting for your questions, so please engage with them. And continue to listen to other episodes of Trade Show U. We talked so much about different virtual events. I've got other great interviews uh, with people just like Kathy and Bill on different topics. So get, continue to learn, keep growing, improve your ROI, make the most of your investments in your virtual events, in your, your physical events, your live events, and, and in your marketing. You learn so much about social media marketing today using video. So fantastic stuff. So thanks so much for, for listening. And we'll see you next time here on campus at Trade Show U. Hey, Trade Show Warriors, do you want to get the most out of your virtual events, your webinars, your virtual trade shows, anything online where you're trying to reach your target audience? Then you've got to get my free ultimate goal-setting workbook for trade shows and virtual events. Absolutely no cost to you. It's my gift to you for being a great listener. Just head over to my website at tradeshowu.biz. That's tradeshow, the letter U dot B-I-Z. Sign up right there on the homepage, and you're going to get my weekly newsletter to uh, on top of it. But it's the workbook that is going to just change everything and the way that you're doing it. So get over to tradeshowu.biz right now and sign up today.